0: Most people are influenced by two things, hope and fear. And you're usually being dragged apart by those two things, hope and fear. And here the scripture tells us to not let worry reign in our life.
1: Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. This is Jim
0: Scudder. You're listening to In Grace, and thank you so much for being part of our radio listening audience or podcast listening audience today. We're going to continue a message that we started yesterday. Since Mother's Day is coming up this Sunday, uh, we wanted to honor moms by playing this message for you on Eight Lessons That Mom Lived. Now, yesterday, we talked about three of those lessons, Rejoice in the Lord, Uh, give patient and gentle answers. Remember the Lord is coming back and we're going through Philippians 4. Uh, But today we're going to talk about not letting worry reign and how important it is to make sure worry isn't a hallmark of our lives. And that's one of the lessons that my mom lived and uh, I wanted to share that with you and and these other things. Uh, Number five, share your heart with God. Number six, say thank you. Number seven, show peace past understanding. And number eight, demonstrate who you belong to. So we're going to cover these things and more today here on In Grace. Again, Mother's Day is coming up this Sunday, so we wanted to take this opportunity to uh, honor moms. Now, right before we go into this, I've been telling you about our Alaska Creation Cruise. Uh, You really need to consider coming along. Many of you have been dreaming about going to Alaska and seeing this beautiful state, and it is gorgeous. The best way to see it, and I've been able to go to Alaska a number of times, the best way, I think, is to get on a ship, unpack, and let the ship be your hotel and your transportation and bring you to these beautiful places and Between cities, you're getting to see all of the gorgeous creation, the wildlife. You're going to see uh, whales and, you know, uh, otters and dolphins and all these incredible creatures just alongside the ship. And so, if you'd like to come along with us, our brochure is at our website, ingraceradio.com. Click on travel. Most people are influenced by two things, hope and fear. And you're usually being dragged apart by those two things, hope and fear. And here the scripture tells us to not let worry reign in our life. A survey on worry came back that only 8% of the things that you worry about actually affect your life. So that means that you're controlled by 92% of things that will never be a problem. Now you're worried about that stat, aren't you? What is the 92 and what is the 8? See? (laughs) Don't let the things that you can't control control you. You can write that down. Matthew 6, 26. Behold, the fowls of the air, they sow not. Neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Have you ever had a bird build a nest where you can watch it from your house? We have that happening right now. We have a crazy robin right now that keeps smashing into our window. Not, not once, not twice, but a hundred times every day. The window is all marked up by robin something. It's, it's streaked, it's, it's crazy, it's weird. But now... The, the Robin, or his wife, is building a little nest. That We have a little Eve, and if you're standing in our kitchen, you can look out and you can see the Eve of, of the sunroom, and there's this little Eve that comes down. They're building a nest, so it has a roof over it, and it's right there. So we can just sit there and watch that thing build. And they don't have to go out there and plant and sow and have barns and tractors and all this stuff. God provides for them. Are you greater than a bird? Are you? Yes! You are. We didn't evolve from the animals and the birds. We were created unique and special. God made you in his image. We have an eternal soul. We are different than the animals. How much more, if God has put so much more into you, and I'm talking to everybody, how much more important are you than those creatures? Far greater of importance in God's eyes. So stop worrying about every little thing that you can't control. Pretty simple. And by the way, women and moms struggle with this. Struggle with this, because we're worried. We're worried all the time, but there's, there's a time and a place that you need to say, Lord, I can't control that. Please take that away from me. I'm giving that worry to you because you can worry about that. I can't control it anyways, let him do that for you. Number five, God wants to hear about your problems. God wants to hear from you from your heart. Share your heart to God. Look at verse six in the second part. It says, but in everything by prayer and supplication. The word here, prayer, is a general uh, sense of prayer. It's, it's the idea of making requests known to the Lord, but it's also, it carries with it the idea of praising the Lord it carries with it the idea of adoring the Lord and that and has to be a part of our life every day is that we, we rejoice in the Lord always so we have a joyful disposition and countenance even in the midst of hardship. But to get that joy, we also have to say, Lord, thank you for all that you've done and Lord, you're worthy of my praise you can control the things that I can't control. You're powerful. And you acknowledge that on a daily basis, it's gonna change your life. By prayer and supplication. The word supplication is this idea of, of sharing your, something maybe that you wouldn't even share with anybody else. Sharing the depths of your heart. You say, well, what if it's, what if I, that means I need to share with God that I'm not trusting him, that I don't really fully understand what he's doing, and does that mean I should tell the Lord that? I think it does. That's what supplication means, is sharing everything. You say, well, is that wise to share everything? Well, here's the bottom line. He already knows. He already knows what what is in your heart, so here's what it does. Have you ever been able to finally share something with uh, your spouse or someone else, and it just helps you because now you've Got it off your chest. You've been internalizing it, and now you can share that. I think this is part of this. And the example here, this is very interesting. The example that I'm going to give you is in Hebrews. Look at Hebrews chapter 5. And and this is in reference to Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. In verse 7 of Hebrews 5, it says, Who in the days of his flesh, this is Jesus on this earth in his humanity. When he had offered up prayers and supplications. Do you see those two same words that we just saw in Philippians? This is Jesus making requests, praising his father, and unloading his heart to the Father with strong crying and tears. So there's emotion involved in this unto him that was able to save him from death. Father, if there's any other way, take this cup from me. What was this cup? It was the crucifixion. It was taking upon himself sin. Is there any other way to accomplish salvation for the world that we love? He was sharing his heart to to God, and you know what? God's answer was, there is no other way. So Jesus' prayer and supplication to God was answered in the negative, but it was still something that was good to do because at the end, Jesus said, not my will but thine. That's what supplication's gonna do for you. It's going to allow you to unload your burden and then be able to accept whatever God's will is for that situation. And here, Jesus' sweat drops of blood. He prayed earnestly to the Father who was able to save him and was heard in that he feared. Jesus shared these things as an example for us. It's okay to share your heart It's actually good with God. Number six, say thank you. (laughs) I see moms doing this all the time. Junior, say thank you. Say thank you. Say thank you. Say thank you. Have any of you ever heard your mom say, say thank you? Any of you, raise your hand. If you've ever heard your mom say to you, say thank you. How many times more than once? How many times more than a (laughs) 1,000 Man, I mean, that's, that's one of those things that we teach our kids. Moms, you're teaching your kids to say thank you. Why do you do that? Because it's right. Because it's good. Because it acknowledges that we're not here alone, that we're not on an island, and you've got to teach your kids how to care about other people. And part of that is showing our appreciation to other people for those things that they do for us. However small. Say thank you. Say thank you. Say thank you. Thank you. It's just the greatest thing that a mom can hear. It's the greatest thing that a dad can hear. It's the greatest thing that God can hear from you. Look at verse 6, the end. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Thankfulness is an important part of our everyday life. Jesus healed in Luke 17, 10 lepers. And it says... Jesus said in verse 14, when he saw them, he said, go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass, as they went, they were cleansed. Ten lepers. The leprosy was a horrible disease. It's still around today. I've seen lepers. In India, we've seen it. It's called Hansen's disease. And they are separated from society often in the Bible times. You couldn't get anywhere near them. People were very fearful of contracting the disease. It would be something that would really affect your your limbs, your body, your, your nerve endings. They were outcasts, and now they're all 10 clean. And you know what's interesting? Verse 15, and one of them, when he was healed, turned back and said thank you. One of them. That means nine out of 10 forget to say thank you. That means that this is something that's a problem in our life. Tell the Lord you're thankful. I don't have many people in this church that Don't forget to ask God for things, but I know a lot of people, including myself, that forget to thank God for those things that he has given.
1: How many animals could fit on Noah's Ark? Did the flood really cover the entire earth? If you're wrestling with the answers to these questions, look no further than InGrace's exciting video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark where Jim Scudder walks through the amazing Ark encounter in Northern Kentucky with Bodie Hodge, the son-in-law of Answers in Genesis founder, Ken Ham. This incredible series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to InGrace. And when your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, a walkthrough creation with Ken Ham and Exploring God's Oceans. Or get our entire 8-series creation bundle for only $100. Don't miss out on this exclusive opportunity to learn about a young earth and explore the beauty of God's world. Call now, 800-78-GRACE, or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047.
0: Think of Daniel. Think of that law that was passed that says, You cannot pray to God, and he did it every day. It was his custom. It was his habit, and he would open the windows, and people would see it. I don't think he did it for that, but it's just something that happened, and when that law was passed, you know what he didn't do? He didn't abandon his principles. He still that next day, kneeled down and opened his windows and he prayed, even though it was against the law, because he was serving a higher law. Even if the penalty was, you will be thrown into a lion's den. He wanted the world to see that nothing had changed in his life, whether they pass a law or not, I'm still gonna do what is right, even if it means I'm gonna be thrown into a lion's den. How many of you... Would relish the idea of being thrown into a pit of hungry lions. None of us. But we see Daniel, I don't think he relished that, but he had faith in the Lord. He knew it was the right thing to do. He belonged to God. He didn't want to change anything because it would be a poor testimony. If they walked by that day and every day they had seen him praying to God at this certain place and a certain time, and all of a sudden there's a new law, and now he's not doing it anymore. It would be a poor testimony. It would show people that he might not belong to the one he said he belonged to, but you know what he did every day consistently? The same thing. And they took him and they threw him into the lion's den. And God closed the mouths of the lions. Daniel was able to see God in a greater way because Daniel was willing to make a sacrifice of even his life for what is right. To say, I'm not going to change Just because of this or that, I want to be demonstrating who I belong to. Now, those are eight things that we can live. Lessons that mom lived. Things that that will change our life. And to keep those eight things every day, the next verse tells us eight things to think about every day, and we're going to read through them fast. Finally, brother, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, say it with me. Think on these things. You want to live your life a certain way to keep those eight things that mom exemplified or moms exemplify? Think about those eight things Every day in your life, think about what you're gonna think about. And when we do, we will honor the Lord with our everyday lives. Let me end with a story of a mom who walked into a flower shop and she was going to buy or at least order some flowers to be delivered to her mom 200 miles away. And as she went into the store, she noticed a little girl that was crying and she asked the little girl what was wrong. The little girl said, well, I wanted to buy my mom a rose and I have 75 cents, but they cost $2. The woman says, come here. I'll buy you a rose for your mom. And so instead of buying her a rose, she actually bought the girl a dozen roses. And as they were walking out, the woman said, hey, can I offer you a ride to to go give these to your mom? And the little little girl said, that'd be great. And they drove a few blocks, and the little girl pointed to a place that the woman was not expecting. It was a cemetery. Pulled over to the cemetery, the little girl got out with tears in her eyes, and she brought the roses and put them on her mom's grave. The woman in the car drove back to the flower shop, canceled the wire order, and took the flowers herself 200 miles to her mom. When we realize the big picture in our lives, when we realize all that God has done for us, it will inspire us to go the extra mile for him, to do what is right, to show our thankfulness, To not worry about things that we can't control. To live as if the Lord can come back today. Our lives will change if we allow God to let us see people. People that need to hear the gospel. People that need to hear about salvation. That's something that I also learned from my parents, my mom, She taught me almost every day that I was a sinner. Dad reinforced that teaching. We all are. We've all broken the commandments of God. The Bible says we're born in sin. We sin. The wages of sin is death. That's eternal separation from God. That's in hell. And as a little boy, I knew that because I remembered. I mean, I wasn't a criminal. I hadn't gone to jail yet, but... I do remember stealing something. I do remember lying. You say, well, you're saying just stealing something small or lying, a little lie, is that, is that really that bad? It's an affront to a holy God who is perfect. And we've all done those things. We've all sinned. We've all coveted. We've all lusted. We've all had hatred in our heart. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God and the wages of sin is death. Death. That's what we deserve. We deserve eternal separation from God in hell. But God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sins. And when Jesus died on the cross, he took upon himself your sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. There were two other sinners that day around Jesus, two sinners that were on the crosses next to Jesus. They were both criminals. They both deserved to die, and one believed. One put their trust, his trust in Jesus Christ, and Jesus said to him, this day thou will be with me in paradise. God loved both of them, but only one received the free gift. It's by grace that we're saved through faith. It's not of ourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works. So many people think I have to be religious. I have to go to church. I have to pray. I have to do penance. When the Bible says none of that can save you, it's not of works. It's by faith. Faith in what? Faith in Jesus, the one who died and rose again. Sin separates you from Him. What are we going to do? We can't get rid of it. We have sin, sin sends us to hell. God loves you so much that he allowed his son to die for you on a cross. His death was the first and only death of the only innocent person ever. And that was sufficient to die in your place. He didn't have to die. He was outside of that, but he chose to die because he loves you. And by paying for your sins on the cross, now you and I have an opportunity to be saved. How How can I be saved? This is what you do. You believe on Jesus. You have faith in him. You say, well, it's too simple. I have to do something. No, the Bible says that it's something you just believe. Believe is not a work. It's faith. It's something that you just trust. I can't save myself, but right now I put my trust in Jesus. The Bible says that you can know that you have eternal life right now. You can be positive that you're on your way to heaven. How? Because you believe that Jesus paid for your sins on a cross and rose again, you trust in him and you'll have eternal life. You say, well, I don't have to have prayer and supplication every day. I don't have to you know, have a gentle answer to people. All these things that you just taught me, I don't have to do that to go to heaven. Exactly, what I'm trying to tell you is you can't do those things until you put your faith in Jesus Christ. But once you have, not only are you guaranteed eternal life, but now you have the Spirit of God in you. And if you yield to him, you can do all eight of those things every day, and that will change your life. Salvation changes your eternity. Walking with the Lord will change today and tomorrow and the next day. Have you received that gift? If you haven't, please do that right now. If you have questions about salvation, about eternal life, about heaven, please contact us at 1-800-78-GRACE. If it's after hours, just leave a voicemail. We'll get back to you. Or you can go anytime to our website. We've got some great helps there, uh, some things you can read, some videos you can watch about this, or a way to contact us, and that is ingraceradio.com. ingraceradio.com. Now, I believe so much in Genesis, where it says God created the heavens and the earth, we messed up, we sinned, eventually the flood came, that we talk a lot about creation and the flood here at Ingrace. So what I'd like to do is encourage you to get our full-length video, a tour of Noah's Ark with Bodhi Hodge. Bodhi is the son-in-law of Ken Ham. This will really give you the answers you need, like How could the whole earth be flooded with water? Uh, What did that do to our geology, to the layers? You know, do we find evidence for the flood? Uh, Could the ark have fit all the animals? All of these things are in this video, either DVD or digital download. And it's my way of saying thank you for your gift to InGrace this month. A tour of Noah's Ark with Bodhi Hodge. And you can contact us by calling 1-800-78-GRACE or going to our website, ingraceradio.com. Now, some of you want to give more money. And if your gift is $35 or more, I'm going to send you another video. It's called Exploring God's Ocean. It's a four-part series diving the Florida Keys with a marine biologist, a creationist. And another video called A Walk Through Creation. It's the Creation Museum with Ken Ham. All three of these videos for your gift of $35 or more. Now, some of you want to give even more. For your gift of $100 or more, we're going to send you our most popular 8 Creation video bundle. Contact us today.
1: Don't forget to get the video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark, for your gift of any amount. When your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, A Walkthrough Creation with Ken Ham, and Exploring God's Oceans. Or get our entire 8 Series creation bundle for just $100. Call 800 78 Grace, go to ingraceradio.com, or write to us at ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on Ingrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr. Ingrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on Ingrace Radio.